I'm looking forward the moment that I get busted for that and I can go public and talk about. I, I, I think it's a matter that needs to be discussed. The goal isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding creatives, where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry so that you can learn from us and grow your wedding business. On today's episode, we're talking to another one of my favorite wedding filmmakers, Monica Freyas, a.k.a. Lashina. Monica, did I get that, did I get that right? Lashina? Good. Yeah, okay, good. Cool. That's good. <laughs> Um, this Dominican-born, Barcelona-based photographer and videographer can't explain why she's so into walking around parties with a camera around her neck, but it is clear that she is attracted to hearing and retelling people's love stories. And instead of using large amounts of audio and lighting equipment, Monica embeds herself and her camera into the party and catches unexpected moments from the inside. We'll, we'll find out how and why she creates what she does. So if you're a gearhead who just wants a simpler approach to shooting weddings, or if you feel like you're just not that great at shooting weddings, fear not. Yes, we're going to be diving into this beautiful creative's backstory and finding out what makes Monica tick, as well as all about shooting and creative amazing wedding films when you're not the strongest of shooters. This episode is sponsored by With Jack and for a limited time by Two Tenko. That's Greg and I's uh, side hustle, if you will. But, Greg, what are we drinking? I've got you some McDonald's black coffee. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here with that shit. <laughs> no. Where's the real coffee? We're drinking the same coffee as the last episode, Gunner Beans oh. from Spitfire Espresso, which Thank is actually... God. I think it's designed for uh, espresso roast, but we're drinking it at Chemex again, and it holds up quite well. And how do I like my coffee? Just, I like it black and in a dirty coffee cup. I've just got manners and pour it myself first. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally butchered that intro. I practiced it as well. Do I, do I, do I get one of those for, as a gift? A, a, a like, digital, are you sending me coffee? A digital coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I think, Open wide. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Monica. Thank you for bearing with me for that terrible, terrible introduction there. Uh, how are you? It was not that bad. I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh. Nice to see you guys. Yes, it's, it's been so long. It has. I, I, it really yeah. has, actually. Um, yeah, so, yes, thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Um, how, how was last week? Because you were supposed to be joining us last week. You had you had some technical issues. What, what what happened? It was one of it was one of those days that like everything happens on the same day or on the same days. Uh, my um, laptop broke just before like this big shooting I was um, waiting for, and the client needed to see the pictures while I was shooting. Mm -hmm. So I had to bring my iMac to the shoot because <laughs> oh, I. Because I could, I couldn't get a laptop in that short amount of time. So it was funny, but they liked it because they saw it like bigger. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of, it solved the problem. It was okay. Uh -huh. Very cool. Just well, sort of sums up the last two years, maybe like just uh, stuff going wrong. Uh, yeah. Uh, what yeah. was uh, what was the shoot for? 
It was a, it's a brand like a house uh, stuff brand, like mm -hmm. Sara Home or something like that. They sell stuff for homes. Oh yeah. So okay. it was like shooting. It was, it was something new and it was not my favorite thing to do, but it was fun to do something different uh -huh. and to shoot um, with a tripod, for example, <laughs> and to have a stylist like telling you, no, wait, uh, it was, it was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Different. Yeah. And as you say, it's, it's been a while. I like. And you say, it's been a while since we've seen each other. Because I think, did we first meet at For Love's Sake in Rotterdam? Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yes. And then I, I, I think the last time you, we saw each other, I was in a wheelchair. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. You broke. <laughs> did you have. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Yeah. You, you broke your leg or, yeah. or something? My feet. Yeah. Yeah. My foot. What, what happened there? How, did, how on earth did you break your foot? <sighs> it was. I was shooting a wedding, actually. Oh, um, and I didn't get to shoot the the real wedding because it was I broke the, my foot the day before. Um, oh, we they had this um, amazing rehearsal dinner. Well, actually, lunch mm -hmm. in an island next to Ibiza. And after we shot the whole day, I was in the in the boat back to Ibiza. And we were having a few beers and swimming in the clear waters of Ibiza. And then I don't remember exactly what happened, but I was walking in the boat and then um, it hit a wave, you know, like this. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. um, so the boat went like down and I went up and shit. It was, it was very stupid and it happened in a second, but I knew it right away. It was work. Yeah. And it was it was it was hard because I had um, like four weddings to shoot, all of them with flights, and yeah, it was kind of stressful. So uh, yeah, and I had way up north. Yeah. So uh, how how on earth did you shoot weddings with a broken foot, or did you pass it? So, did you pass it on to to other shooters, or? I think this is a quite good um, thing to talk mm -hmm. about because um, we never think of those things. Um, I was not aware that when you can't go to a wedding, it's like so stressful because there's couples that maybe they, I, I remember one of the couples, they, 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 they talked to me even before having a date for their wedding. Yeah. So they were like super huge fans. We, they, it, 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 we, we had like two years building this um, thing up, you know, like the days are finally coming. And when I had to, um, like call them and tell them that I couldn't shoot their wedding. It was really painful. Yeah. So the thing is I did go to all my weddings with my wheelchair. Okay. Um, I found someone to shoot them for me, which was really um, hard to find because um, everybody was taken. Yeah. But I finally I found like one of the best videographers there is. I don't know if you know him. It's um, okay. I'm blank right now. <laughs> Wait, Francisco Montoro. Sorry, sorry. Oh, say, do sorry. you know him? <laughs> no, I know him, but I, um, I have to. Well, I smoke too much weed. Um, Francisco Montoro. Do you know him? Yeah, yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I called him, and I was sure he was going to be like busy, and he was like, "No, no, no. I'm not busy." He shot all all my weddings. Oh, amazing. Um, he picked me up at the airport, um, like. He did everything for me. He was so nice. Oh, wait. Sorry for that. Oh, maybe you didn't. <laughs> sorry. 
Um, and it was, um, I had, I, I was very, very lucky, but maybe like for the, for the first three hours that I was calling people, I was, I, I was not feeling that lucky. Yeah. So I think we all need to take that in consideration that we are not, um, that easily replace replaceable. Oh yeah. Because people actually pay the money they pay because they want us yeah. Yeah. to be there. Yeah. And we're humans. Things happen. So this is a thing that needs to be talked about. That, <laughs> or needs to be taken into consideration when we sign a contract. And we, I don't know, it was, it was a pretty hard time. Yeah. But finally I did it. And pe they were really happy. I was so, I, well, my couples are great. They were like so loving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was hard, but it I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, kind of on the same mindset. I remember uh, wanting to learn rollerblading and um, I found a spot to practice. It was late at night and uh, I, I, I just hit this tiny little pebble and I and I totally wiped out and I slammed my hip into the ground and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, why does pain when in your thirties feel so much worse than when you're in your twenties? And I just realized <laughs> yeah. that, it, it, like, this was just before the summer, I think it was. Uh, and I was just like, oh shit, I, I can't, I can't yeah. do this anymore if if I'm gonna be able to shoot weddings because, yeah, we're, I, I, we're slightly we're, we're like we're like uh, sports uh, athletes. We yeah. need to take care of our body. Yeah. Ah, that's right. <laughs> we need to be there. <laughs> Got to stay fit for the season. <laughs> we're slightly lucky the way we are set up as like a brand name rather than our names because it means that people don't know exactly like they do know who's filming their wedding. But mm. if we need to send out someone else, it's usually okay. Yeah, yeah. it's less of a problem mm. if we. Sometimes I don't even need to tell them because they don't know it'll be Simon and Greg. Sometimes yeah. it'll be Tom. Okay. Sometimes it'll be someone else. It'll always be so one of us, though. We can get around and, that and, a bit. And you're two of you. I mean, if if yeah. like it's totally different. I'm like I'm like a solo person business. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of hard. But I finally like this community. It's amazing. It is. People reach out to help. Um, and and it, finally I did it. It was it was painful, but at the end it was so beautiful because I got the help that I wanted, yeah. and the couples were like they understood perfectly. I was there with a wheelchair, and I was the fucking star of each of those weddings. And you can do pretty good dolly shots with a <laughs> with a wheelchair. So I had these amazing shots of the decoration with my wheelchair. Oh, amazing! It was fun. Yeah, and and did you get to do the editing? Like, because of course, yeah. yes, yes. It was only the shooting, okay. and then I sat home with my, um, how do you call it when you put something white on your foot to oh, your, heal? Oh, your cast. Your cast. cast. Yeah. yeah, my cast, yes. Yeah. I was editing with my cast. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but yeah, like we were saying, Way Up North was the last time we saw you. And uh, I have to, I mean, I had the best night, all because... I think you referred to me as a Jeremy Renner lookalike, <laughs> which I don't. I don't look anything like Jeremy Renner, but uh, you do. You do. Uh, oh, th thank you. Oh, I'm gonna have a, an, 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 another amazing day. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Jeremy Renner is one of the Avengers. He's Hawkeye. If anyone out there doesn't know the actor's name, but um, yeah, so thank you. Thank you for that. 
Um, I actually, we actually do share a common interest in another particular wedding filmmaker, um, and I'm pretty sure he was at that workshop where we first met you, Tim Twynham. Totally. Um, he was he was one of the first um, videographer wedding videographers that I came across um, his work, and I was like, yeah, blown away. Yeah. Um, I'm so sad he's not into weddings yeah, anymore because I, I think he was like great addition, but he's doing amazing stuff right now, like mm-hmm. um, commercial stuff. And, yeah, what was and the- every time I've heard him speak, yeah, amazing. Yeah, I know, Sorry, right? Amazing. No, but I mean, exactly like you, he was one of the first kind of raw, more handheld type style of, of wedding films that I had ever seen, and um, I was just like, oh my god, like. This is what wedding films can look like, not your sliders or your <laughs> big close-up wides or, or, or whatever it is, trending niche, well, yeah, wherever it is in the wedding I, industry. I bought a slider when I got into weddings. Oh, <laughs> I thought you needed one, and I, I used it like the first time, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing, like mounting this stuff and whatever. So I used it once, yep. and then... Yeah, yeah. There's well, so many things like that that you just think I need to have this. This is the done thing. I've uh, got to get it. And then yeah. it's like, wait a minute, yeah. this is crap. Why am I using it? <laughs> yeah, I remember having a slider, but I didn't. I, I didn't want just a slider. I wanted it to be like uh, a run and gun type rig, so you, you could have the <laughs> handles on the front, and you could put it on your shoulder, and you could run around. I mean, <laughs> going to weddings with that on your shoulder, I must have looked like a right idiot. <laughs> But hey-o. but there's people that uh, I, I, it's always been because I had to use it for a few works that I did. I, I used to do other type of, of videos mm-hmm. and I, and my boss wanted me to be like super steady. Mm-hmm. And at that point, when we first bought the first Canon um, 7D, it was like oh, the yeah. first DSLR. We used to shoot like with big cameras, so they were pretty steady. But I remember the first time we bought that, that didn't have any type of stabilization. Yeah. And, and we were not into that anymore. Like, that was long ago. Yeah. And I had to use one of those. And I was like, what? How can the fuck that I, sh- I can shoot with like my both hands here and this? And it was so fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that use those. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody has their, their way, but nothing <laughs> like handheld. No, <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, absolutely. When we moved to that, I was just so, like my back pain, just my my wedding hangover, as we like to call it, was kind of more or less gone. It had dissipated over time. Whereas when you're when you're shooting with big heavy cameras, you do you wake up and your one arm's sore and yeah. you know, you've got a bad back and yeah, no, terrible, terrible. Um, totally. But yeah. Uh, I was actually listening to one of your podcasts and again, I, I think I mentioned this um, with our last podcast guest who also did a podcast with Cole, Cole Roberts, um, yes. for the way up north. And it broke my heart a little bit when you described your life as hell because you were stuck in your editing cave. So... I just, I just want to ask you, is it better now? Totally. Okay. Yes, yes. It was a very dark time. Yes. I was not, I was not okay. Um, and I have, I have to thank, it's 
going to be sound weird, but I have to thank COVID for that a bit. Yeah. Because uh-huh. um, I really needed that time. Mm-hmm. And I was, okay, I'm going to cry. And I couldn't find the time to find that time. And so it was, it was like, um, and I was like in a wheel, in a wheel, like going deeper and deeper into like darkness. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds sad, but it, it was, uh-huh. it was, I was all by myself here and it was so hard to edit. Um, I had so many things. One of the biggest reasons it was that I was so late with my delivery, like my, um, that I was, I, I didn't have the, it was getting so much into me. I was so anxious mm-hmm. about like not being able to deliver that it was impossible to edit. And I, and after, and also I had this pressure of, I think it was like that little, like that moment when you feel that there's people looking into your, uh, your work and you start getting anxious because you need to be better and better yeah. and you need to like, um, so you put yourself this bar that not always can be reached. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know. It was a, it was a very, I was having panic attacks. It was so hard, but now I'm better. And good. now I decided to do photography also, which mm. is good because it's getting like, just, just the thing that I'm not always doing video. Uh-huh. So you, your brain gets to like jump from one thing to another. And it's like, little vacations from editing yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> video. So, so yeah, I'm a much, in a much better place right good. now. Good. Thank Glad you for to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, I think COVID for all, it was terrible and it's still terrible. I think that forced break was good for a lot of people because mm. they were just getting sort of overloaded with work. And I hope that when we get through it, which we thought we were this year, but when we get through it, hopefully, like people can continue with that sort of new workflow that they've got and yeah. new sort of mindset because hopefully they don't like take on too much work. I know this year, a few wedding photographers that have taken on too much because of all the rescheduling that they're getting over, <laughs> they're sort of getting to burn so out scared. now. And it's like, shit, don't, don't get back into that. Like try and continue <gasps> yeah, Monica. in a good mindset. Yeah, Monica, don't get back into that. Don't do it. <laughs> Um, I, I, I think I, I did, (laughs) I I needed money. It was like, okay, I'm so happy because I'm, I have peace of mind, but I was so poor, dude. So I, I kind of got scared because my email was like empty and, and then I started like closing anything that came and then there was great weddings coming in and I had the day free and I was like, okay, I can't just, I can't let this, um, wedding pass. So yeah, I have a busy year yeah. next year, but <laughs> I think we do too. I hope. Yeah. Hopefully. I hope anxiety doesn't come back. Just yeah. yeah. I mean, well, we've got a wedding mid January and every conversation I have with people, I mean, obviously rumors and everything they are, they're like even teachers. They're like, uh, Oh yeah, they're, they're not, they're letting kids go to school so that they can have on the other end, they can just stop doing school on the other end. Apparently, I don't know, but that comes from my brother-in-law, but, um, yeah, kind of, kind of worrying. So yeah, yeah finger, fingers crossed. <laughs> and uh, I suppose, but, Let's see. well, by the time, by the time this episode co- comes out, because we are actually recording five days, is it five days to Christmas? Five days to Christmas. Yes. Um, so by the time this episode's airing, 
it'll be about mid-January, maybe early yeah. January. <laughs> so, um, it, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I could be breaking down <laughs> in a corner with tears. But hey, oh, hey. You want a bet? Let's make a little bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, yeah. So, um, so in the intro, and I did have to ask mm-hmm. for your assistance with your um, uh, Instagram handle, Lashina. It's L A T X I N A. Yes. Which? Yes. For a dyslexic person, really confused me. But <laughs> I know I'm a dyslexic also. Ah, oh, yes. Our, our last podcast guest Very. was as well. We're taking yeah. over the world. <laughs> um, yes. Um, so, so what? Tell us about your Instagram handle there. The thing is, uh, okay, this com- this goes as far as uh, MySpace. I don't know if yeah. you MySpace. <laughs> no. Oh, I was a Bebo boy. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, Bebo all the way. Okay. Um, it's a long story, but um, and it's a, it's a Spanish thing. The thing is, like, um, I was called China. China, it's Chinese in Spanish. Okay. When I was little, because I have a little bit of my, like, Chinese eyes or whatever. So it was a nickname, and everybody calls me that. Like, my husband, my mother, my brother, my family, my friends, everybody calls me China. So here in Catalonia, in Spain, they put... Um, it's that a pronoun? Like, like you say the table, they say um, the China or the, I don't know why they do that, but mm-hmm. they put la, which is la mesa, you know, yeah. in, in front of people's names. So when you refer to them, you say Latina. Okay. So I, I wanted to put my um, name in, in um, MySpace and that, w- that name was taken. So uh, for that time, I was living in uh, vast country, and for them, the CH of China, they use they they use the TX, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's pronounced the same, but they use TX. So I oh, thought yeah. it was really beautiful, yeah. and I tried it, and it worked. After an hour trying to <laughs> to put a name, so it stayed like that, and then I don't know. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of the story. Long long story short. No, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah, awesome. Thank you for, for clarifying that. <laughs> it's hard for people, I know. I've been called so many names. Tina, Tina. Do, do you get it all the time? <laughs> I'm, I, I feel bad for asking because I feel like you do get it all the time. But maybe, maybe Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, sorry. it's a frequent asked question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be another... No, it's okay. Okay, okay. Um, okay, I'm just going to do a, a Patreon announcement. So, uh, listeners to the podcast, you might... Um, you might not have realized, but we're not recording live anymore on Clubhouse. Um, it's obviously Clubhouse is a, still a platform that's thriving, and uh, that's great. And some people find some people find it really great, but it didn't really work for us, uh, our community, and our guests, um, just because we speak to many people around the world at different times. So um, we're no longer there. But you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash perspective by cinema and you can sign up for as little as a pound and get all the extra content for 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 that amount of money. Or you can just get the normal podcast where you get your podcast. That's absolutely fine. Anyway, should we move on, Greg? <laughs> Obviously, I have already introduced you 
However, who are you and what do you do? <laughs> My name is Monica, a.k.a. Latina. <laughs> and um, I cr- I'm a creative person that actually lives, um, lives of making videos and pictures. Mainly of weddings. <laughs> Mainly of weddings. So what's, what's the origin story of you getting into video then? Let's go back in time. <laughs> oh, so I didn't study this or anything. This was, this was, um, this came to my life by chance and I took it. Like I grabbed that chance. Um, I was working in a bar and at that time I was like living la vida loca. You know, I was working at bars and nightclubs and waking up late and just, um, living out of that. It was, I was really, really well paid. But um, uh, I needed something creative to do. And there was this client of mine who's now my very, very good friend. He came to have my famous gin tonics, gin and tonics, which are really good. Um, I was I was working in a very, very small cocktail bar. So he came every day and we had like this big talks. And he's one of the best videographers I know. So I asked him if I could come one day and just help because I needed to fuel my creative um, <laughs> tank. And he was okay. He said, um, I have a shooter commercial. It's, it was a car commercial. Um, if you want to come, you can assist me. And I must have been the best assistant ever because <laughs> I had so much. So he came the next day and he said, okay, um, I can show you how to shoot video. And if you want to, if, if you can be my assistant. And I was like, yeah, great. So I quit my job. And I started working with him um, and that's, and he, he showed me everything I know, like the basics, obviously the wedding stuff, it's, it came after, but I started shooting like sports events, videos, and, and I was shooting football games. (laughs) All right. Okay. Yeah. And like shooting um, famous football players. That was my start. And then mm-hmm. I, I saw weddings and I'd say, hmm, I can wake up late and <laughs> drink wine and weddings. Let's try this. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. So, and here I am. Yeah. And, you, and you're now shooting solo on most projects. Is that right? In every project. Every project. In every project. So how many, roughly how many wedding bookings do you aim for each year? Oh, now, um, since I have like my bookings divided in photo and video, um, I can do more this next year. I have like 28 weddings, mm-hmm. but this is a number I had, I hadn't reached since 2016 or 15 because I used to do 23 wedding videos yeah. in the past. And now I don't know. I eight. It's like really scary to me. <laughs> Um, but I think I have like eight or nine for a video next year and that's okay. I don't want any more. So that's comfortable. That's, mm, yeah. Comfortable (laughs) would be two or three. (laughs) This is, this is okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, so, so what exactly then do you, do you create for your couples? Um, how do you set out your packages? Cause obviously you said you do. You used to do just video and now you do photographs. Do you do 
hybrid packages? Do you do? Um, well, this is kind of, I'm, I'm in an in-between moment where I'm like kind of deciding how is it going to work in the future. But right now, um, um, when people come to my website and ask for a service, I have um, a PDF that has three th- services, like three packages. Uh-huh. There's two for video and one for photo. So for photo, I only offer one. This is take it or leave it. <laughs> I don't have too much options because I'm like new at this. To, to I'm not new at doing pictures, but I'm new at doing pictures of weddings. Yeah. Um, I think I've only shot like five weddings of pictures okay. or six. And we can talk about that later, but it's not as easy as it looks. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, well, there, yes. I mean, there, there is the, um, the myth easy out part, there, but it's easy. The easy part, it's, it's afterwards because you don't have to choose music and you don't have to yeah. whatever. But let's, let's, not, let's not drift from the topic. Okay, so <laughs> um, I have one package, which is um, like a full movie. It's usually 25 minutes or 20, 20, 20 to 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then there's a trailer. Um, this is pretty new because I only, I used to, like the long video was used to be like my main um, product and then you could add stuff. But now yeah. I have like packages. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's like a, the second one is like a shorter eight to six to eight minute video. Um, and then there's a photo, mm-hmm. which is pictures yeah. in a gallery. <laughs> okay, so you don't go to a wedding and do both photographs and video no okay no yeah you're not crazy <laughs> um no i that that can't be done the, the the if somebody does that um and excuse me if i'm getting into someone's work but i think it's not going to be a great work you can't have your mind divided into and, and what happens with that spontaneous kiss that the couple did Mm-hmm. How do you yeah. choose if you're going to take a picture or a video? It's like, mm, they maybe if they wanted both, they want, well, I don't know. I, I don't want to attack on anybody, but I, I think it mm. can be. At least I am a dyslexic person. I can't do both. I, think, I need to be on either one of the, yeah, you know, yeah. I think if anyone's, if anyone's doing both, they have to prioritize one thing over the other and be like, okay, this is a photo moment. And just, this is, they're, yeah. they're not equal. It's like, I'm they're doing your picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing your pictures and, and I can shoot some video for you. That's, that can be done. Yeah. But, and, and, and either way, I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. The, the thing that I've, because there was this couple that asked for both and they really wanted me for both. So I hired someone to shoot the video, someone that I really trust. And he's going to shoot the video and I'm going to do the pictures and then I'm going to edit the video also. So that's something that, I, that, as I said before, I'm like kind of tasting if I can do that uh-huh. also, because I would love to be able to deliver a package, mm-hmm. but obviously I can't shoot both. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Do you... Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So when you go to a wedding with your camera, mm-hmm. and... Obviously, again, I mentioned this in the introduction that you'd like to be a part of the party. You want to be there kind of as a guest, mingling and you're, you're, you're capturing moments from the inside of the party rather than you know shooting with a long lens on the outskirts. Do, can, you, can you tell us more about how you approach shooting? Yes. Um... 
it's it's a very like loose and and not in, like I don't have like a specific approach. Like I just go there and be myself, and I, I happen to have a camera. Yeah, <laughs> and and I think that's how people um, feel it. Also, mm-hmm. like that's how they receive the message, and I think it's positive in my case because they feel at ease. You know, they yeah. they they quickly forget that I'm there to shoot a video, and I become another person that happens to have a camera. Yeah. So that's what that's what I say. That because um, I have long lens, I love long lenses. Oh yeah. And sometimes I go and get out of the party and shoot from from the outside too. But what I mean by that, it's that um, when I get to a wedding, I my camera is in my bag. I get there, I have a coffee, I, I smoke a cigarette, I talk to the grandmother, um, and I, I'll be there for 30 minutes before I start shooting. So people can feel that that I'm not only the videographer yeah. and that stays like that through all the wedding. I, I drink my wine and sit with the guests and talk a bit. And then when the party comes, I'm like just another guest. Yeah. Well, that's my approach. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. You mentioned, you mentioned drinking at weddings. So it's kind of like a hot yes. button topic that I see come around yes. maybe every few years on the, on the, on, on the forums, people, Going, oh, I don't. That's so, so unprofessional. Drinking at a wedding, you shouldn't be doing. I don't that. care. What's yeah. Uh, yeah? I am unprofessional, and I'm <laughs> I'm not politically correct. Yeah, I know it. It's, that's why I shoot weddings. If I wanted to be professional, I was shooting something else. Yes, but weddings weddings allow me to be free and to do things however I I want. Because if you don't like it, just go and hire someone else. Yeah, that's. So people know what they're getting when I get there. Yeah. And they hire me knowing everything that's going to happen because mm. I tell them I'm going to drink. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would absolutely be on the same boat, except for Greg and I have this deal where I drive everywhere in this country and Greg, <laughs> Greg, Greg drives a- anywhere where so we're on the other side. at all the wins. <laughs> yeah, you get wasted at all the wins. <laughs> Well, you do. You don't really, do you? You no, don't. You don't drink at all. I don't. You're, you're I, I, I don't get wasted though. No, I just no, 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 drink no, no, a little no. wine and yes, you no, know, no. tipsy because that also allows me to mingle better. You know, and like yeah. I can, yeah, 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 tolerate the mother of the groom, which is a <laughs> which. It's always the mothers. <laughs> always the mothers. Uh, so, well, okay. So, that, so that's your um, your style. Do do you approach it differently when it's um, the speeches section or the ceremony section, like the, are you there to document the full speeches, the full ceremony? Do you, do you do that? It, it depends on the package, obviously. Okay. And I didn't do that before because I didn't have like different packages. I always shot the, the full, um, speeches. But now that I have a, a package, which is a short video, I only, I have my recorder on and obviously I, I record audio, but mm-hmm. I'm like much more um, relaxed because I know it's going to be like a highlight. Um, it has the same vibe that the long one, but it's shorter. Yeah. So I'm not going to put everything. Um, but that's, that. Um, I was I, I said before that my th- thing with the packages and, and stuff are like, it's like in a, in a place where I'm not really... I don't really know what to do right now. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm a, I'm a bit like changing stuff because um, the thing is that I wanted to go and shoot w videos with a different approach, like more relaxed even if, if, I, if it can, you know, yeah. like just be there and shoot beautiful shots and then put it together with the music. And there's people that want that. And I was yeah. losing that client because there was people that, oh, she's too romantic and I, I don't want that long movie and whatever. So yeah. I just, I, I can't do that also. So I was, I was losing that client mm -hmm. so that's what i want to do now but yeah if if you hire the the big um package um what i do is i put a recorder and they know that when they hire me okay you're not gonna have every second of that person talking because i'm a, I'm a solo videographer yeah yep. but i shoot the speeches in the ceremony with uh headphones so i can really concentrate on one um on what they're saying And if I, if I hear something that I really want to have and I feel that it's important, then I go and shoot the person that's talking. Or, mm -hmm. But if, if, it's, if they're just making jokes about their childhood, maybe I'll go and, and get some reactions and maybe go further and get it like a wide shot. Mm -hmm. So I'm constantly moving. It's harder when you shoot alone. Yeah. But I have it. I have it. Um, controlled yeah <laughs> i have to i i have years doing this so i already have my you know yeah, yeah. That, that that's actually really cool because that we i mean greg and i spoke about this in the last podcast that the rules on the day so because there's two of us i can float around doing the creative stuff and greg has more locked off tripod just documentary shot yeah the, the documentary shot but he can drink But he can drink. <laughs> <laughs> Or he's, yes, he's allowed to drink. That's even. That's even. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I actually, I've never really thought about using headphones while doing that. Um, because Try it. Yeah, because sometimes I'm at the back of the room and I can't hear what people are saying all the time. Mm -hmm. um, I, sometimes I do just do a, a circuit of the room or, or, or whatever it is, but it's very... Yeah, I, I can't always hear. So, yeah. I think in, in my case, it's not always because I can't hear from... It's because mm. um, it's it's a sense that you're like inside. I don't know. It's, yeah. It gets me separated from the from the whole thing. It's mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. me and the person that's talking. Yeah. And maybe I can be shooting um, a flower or the wind or whatever because I need those creative shots also. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But if I'm hearing with my headphones, I'm like, okay, he's talking about that. So I can change um, quickly and go to him. Yeah. yeah. No, that's really cool. You mentioned that you're not a very technical person, but we're, we're talking about some equipment here that we use at weddings. So what, what are you shooting on? What body, what lenses, what do you take to a wedding? Ah, that's also going to change soon. I have like four years with the struggle of, which camera to get because I'm always thinking I, I, I always have the feeling that my videos don't look as great as the other videographers you're like crazy I see someone I know but I know it's, it's <laughs> like I've come to realize that everybody loves the way my videos look but me yeah okay yeah so I've always seen the videos of everybody else like crispier and like more focused and and the quality mm -hmm. it's better and when I look at mine I see like Is that shot with an iPhone or what? Whatever. <laughs> the thing is, right now, and I've been shooting with that for the past four years, I have the Canon 5D Mark IV. Yep. Uh -huh. 
and that's going to change soon because it really needs to change. Um, and I have a 7200, which I love. Yep, great lens. Uh, 2.8. Um, and I get a lot of um, people laugh at me because of my gray lens, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> and I have a 35, uh, the because um, I drop lenses a lot. Uh, so I bought um, Sigma 1.4, which is a great lens, but... Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and if you drop it, it's like, ouch, but it's not the ouch of dropping the Canon 50 yeah. 1.2 that I used to have. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> did you, did you drop it? I love that lens. Did you drop that lens? Yes, and oh. it totally like... Oh. So they fixed it, but it doesn't, it's not the same. It has yeah. like this little like smug, I don't know how to describe the thing that has, but I, I don't use it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I paid a lot of money to fix it. <laughs> so now a Sigma, it's my, my way to go. So I have a yeah. 50 and a 35 1.4 from Sigma. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so my wider lens, it's a 35. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you, do you enjoy shooting with primes? I know some videographers really can't get around moving themselves and they enjoy a zoom lens like myself i've always um loved primes because of the obviously the depth of field oh, and that lovely bokeh and and i lovely bokeh and you know it's cooler because mm. i only use primes but I, that's gonna change soon because <laughs> i'm getting older <laughs> and i tried no and i tried the other day i tried this um this guy had the um, R6, is that the cheap one? I get confused. Yeah, the R6. Yeah. Are you are you guys Canon shooters? No, you're Sony, right? Sony. I, w- I want to be. Greg won't let me upgrade. <laughs> we've, we've been a combination of Canon and Panasonic for a while. Yeah. Oh, I want to try the, the Lumix. That's that's the one camera that that like makes pretty eyes and I'm like... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I'm like, to, I'm like ha- flirting with Panasonic. I've flirted a lot with um, the X-T4 from, from Fuji, from Fuji yeah. which is a yep. fucking great and cheap camera. Yeah, And it's, yep. A, yep. it's a beast. I can tell you that. And the color of Eterna, one of the profiles, it's really very look like Canon. Well, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I tried this um, zoom lens. It was a... 2470 from the from the new lenses from Canon. Okay, yeah, I'm getting so techy. I hate myself. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Hang on. Is it is it the 24 or is it the 28 to 70? Because there's a there's it a. It could be like it could the, be that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, and it, the, whoa, the, that looks amazing. Yeah, is is that the um the f2? It's a huge lens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, <laughs> uh, this is why I want to go to Canon because. I like my zoom lenses. Come I'm, I'm to just Canada. used. To, I'm used to shooting with them, <laughs> but I'm like, Greg, give me the R3 and and give me that lens. And he's like, Simon, we can't afford it. Stop it. <laughs> and I'm like, No, COVID be damned. That's why you get to shoot the boring stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Now drink your whiskey, boy. <laughs> no, I mean um, the thing is like. 
Uh, usually I'm like super fast in choosing stuff like, okay, I want this, I buy it and that's it. But the camera stuff has been lingering in my head for a few years. Yeah. Um, and I still can get like, I want the, I want to stay with Canon, but for long, for so long, they, I felt like Canon, like forgot about us yeah. Yeah. poor videographers. They did. They did for a long time. Cause yeah, and yeah. now there's the seven C seventy also. That's like oh, oh yes, that's a sexy camera. It is a sexy camera. God damn it! Especially if you're doing more is, commercial work as well. That's yeah. 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 The thing is that for the same price that I buy, and this is true, only the body of the R six or no the R five, which is like the best one. Yeah, I can get the XC four and all the lenses. Yeah. And yeah. they don't wait anything. I I can fix that equipment in a in a very small bag, and mm-hmm. it's like, mm. yeah, yeah. Should I, I go with up. my heart or should I go with my brain? <laughs> I just picked up an XT three just for like personal documenting life type stuff. Just photo, for mainly photos because that's not got a stabilized sensor for video, and it's it's amazing. I love it. But like, the XT four so easy. Yeah. The XT four it's total different camera. Yeah, it's a beautiful camera because you get the, the the people think that you're shooting film with the XT4. Yes. The the mm-hmm. the yeah, it's it, you look so sexy with that camera, and it's so light, and you can shoot like 4K at 60 frames. It has a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then my body says, "You're gonna leave Canon, really? Uh, you have this. I have this little <laughs> Canon seller here. Like, don't leave Canon. Whatever." So I don't know what to do. It's interesting. It's interesting what you said about looking at your own work online because just the other week there we were talking to each other, and I was saying how when you see other people's films on Instagram or YouTube or something, I was like, they all look really crisp. Like, are they using a different export setting than us? And I know we add a lot of post production, but I was like, it's interesting hearing that you have the same feeling, like. Not just it's us. incredible because I see your films and they look like, wow, this is a fucking ad. How did, <laughs> am I doing something wrong? It's, it's in my timeline or what the fuck? <laughs> I always see my films like they look so bad. So I think it's us. It's in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's know. just yeah. the way you see your own work, obviously. As yeah. A creative. yeah. Quite, yeah. quite bizarre. Because do you really yeah. theme, so, see my videos like good? Like, yeah. Oh yes. Like focus. I, I love your films. Yeah. Well, you know what the thing is. So I'm. I'm. Uh, I rely too much on autofocus, and moving to the Panasonic, I still rely on the autofocus, even though it's not as good as the Sony's or the Canons. It's still usable. Um. But I really would love to have that skill of being able to manually focus and do everything run and gun. I, but it's, I, I struggle Just with it quite a bit. And I'm, yeah. Try it for a week. Try it for a week and you, you have it. It's not yeah, that okay. hard. Yeah. There's something that happens with Fuji that the focus is, it's um, the other way. Oh, and I have yeah. it and it's hell because I think I'm going to, well, whatever. It, it's, it's something that you, if you practice, is the, the, if you practice for a week, I promise You'll be surprised. And it's amazing yeah. feeling when you 
you have this moment that you change your focus and exactly at the same moment the action happened and you feel like the fucking king of the world. <laughs> you should yeah. you should try it. Yeah, whereas you're fo- you're you're wanting to focus on something and you're like, "Yes, this is a good moment." And then it goes out of focus. You're like, "Fuck. I hope Greg got it. I hope Greg <laughs> got that shot." That's happened to me. I hate out of focus. Ah, uh, oh. Yeah. It gives me the shivers just thinking I hate about it. The yeah. only the only thing that I use with the Canon it's that um it has this thing where you touch the screen mm-hmm. and it focuses there. So yeah. I use that to start. Like I want to start there, but then I move it. Yeah. Okay. And okay. Yeah. Hmm. Do you practice in your house? You 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 thank me for it. Yeah, I, I think I need to. <laughs> I think I need to. I, I will. I will do. I will do. Um. Yeah. Do, so. Going back to the fact that you shoot commercial stuff, do you mm-hmm. like does does that help with your inspiration, or is that just to stop you getting bored, or is that like a a, a, a money thing? What what was the reason for doing creative stuff as well as um, um, weddings? There's a, there's a few reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is that I came from that world, and I I never stopped having clients calling me for work, so. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. The second one is I think that creatively, if you only do weddings, um, it's not, it's not, it's not that it's bad, but um, I think it's better if you get out of weddings and then come back. Yeah. Because at least for me, I I get bored really easy. Um, I think that's one of the reasons that um, I have I have another company that was born in um, 2020. I don't know if you've to see it it's called Dos Santas so I'm also a wedding planner now I have I did uh, not I know this okay T- I'll tell show us you more. <laughs> tell us more it was one of the things that changed in 2020 mm-hmm. but um, the thing is like I think that me as at least me as a creative person if I if my creativity it's wider it helps every I got comments from colleagues videographers like oh, you should concentrate only in one thing. And I was like, but who the fuck said that? Is that like a rule or <laughs> can I fucking break it? And yeah. I did and I and I feel renovated and I have like more energy and I want to do other stuff. And now, and now I, I feel excited about editing video because I'm not doing it all the time. Yeah. So creative, um, like commercial work, it just gets me out of weddings in order for me to enjoy it back when I get back. Uh-huh. Just, just like having the greasy hamburger every day. <laughs> we love it. But if you have, if you have like a little salad, it makes you want to crave the burger more. Yeah. So if that makes sense. So, yeah. so, so the commercial work is the, is the salad. Yes. Yes. No, well, I don't know. It's a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love pizza. What's your, what's your go-to Me pizza? Too. Um, like what's the place that I buy pizza? Uh, more toppings. Are you are you a pineapple? Oh, I love pepperoni. Pepperoni? Nah, I hate. Yeah. Hey, I, yeah. I, well, I, I don't know. I like pizza with a lot of stuff on it. Like yeah, put stuff on it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that I know that was so random, but that was only because I was making pizza dough yesterday. I was, I've been I've been fermenting my yeast and and wow. getting my, my my breads and yeah, I made one last week and I was like, oh man, I didn't put enough salt in it. 
and it just wasn't good. And then, yeah. My husband needs a pizza maker in my house. <gasps> Is it, he good at it? He's very good. Oh. I'm going to show you a video later. Oh, awesome. He, he, I'm very jealous. A, <laughs> yeah. Makes amazing pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I haven't, I haven't moved to toppings yet. I'm still trying to master... I'm still trying to master the. I think the bread is is the the key element. Yeah, that's the to, yeah, totally. Yeah. The toppings is easy. It's just a bit of sauce, a lot of cheese, lots of cheese, lots of cheese. Yeah, and yeah. things on it. You can put anything on a pizza, but please don't put pineapples. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do it. I, I mean, I've tasted. It, it's not that bad. Huh? It, but uh, yeah, I, but I don't understand the the. <laughs> concept it, well, i feel like it's like a kind of like the how how you add chutneys to to curry you know it's like that sweet and savory <laughs> i i can understand that you know in fact you have yeah, chutneys, it, you have chutneys on a cheese board so you know the bread is your baby, board and you've already got no, the cheese no 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 you can't <laughs> you, you can't you can't the thing is you not you need to keep things on their place for some stuff like if you want sweet and, and and chutney stuff, go and have a curry. Don't don't have a pizza. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's I'm um, I'm a hater in terms of pizza pizza pineapple stuff. We there, won't judge you. There's there's definitely a correlation here between uh, how you like your pizzas and how you should be a wedding videographer. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. At the beginning of the podcast, I introduced the fact that we've got two sponsors of the show, with Jack, which is Ashley Baxter, who funnily enough works in this very room, and Tutenko, which, if you're wondering, is Greg and I. That's our second business. That's right, we're sponsoring our own podcast. I don't know why. No, we do know why. We're looking for more members to join our creative space. Yeah, if you want to get out of your home office and come and join some other friendly faces in Glasgow, it's quite a quite a niche advert here because it's Glasgow specific. If you're visiting Glasgow or live nearby, you can mm-hmm. come and work here. We've got permanent desks, we've got communal desks, hot desks, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all the desks. I sound like one of those. We've got a podcast desks too. <laughs> sound like one of those ads. Like we've got this and this and this. <laughs> We've also got a kitchen with a fridge. It's got beers in it. It's got free beers. You can have beers for nothing. Yeah, so you better move quick or else they'll be drunk. That's, I mean, they've been in there for so long. They're uh, going down quite fast, actually. Are they? Tom must be hammering them. This is the Tutenko ad, and I'm butting in because last week I gave Greg a beer. Oh. Brewdog layer cake. You're just giving me your advent beer. Well, now I've got another gift for you, Greg. Oh, another beer you don't like? Another Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your beer number two. Give me that. See, this Jesus, is why... It's cold. It's got up in the fridge. Oh, this thanks. is why you should be in the Tutanko office, because I will give you my beers for free. You can get rejected beers. <laughs> you can get my rejected beers. Anyway, back to the normal ad. Anyway, if you want to join us at Tutanko, what's the address, Greg? We're on Washington Street in Glasgow. So right. you can hit us up on hit us up. Oh, that's horrible. On Instagram to ten co underscore. Or just reach out to Cinemate on Instagram and we'll let you know the information. That's right. And if you want to be a better sponsor of the podcast in future episodes, you can do. Just write to Cinemate on Instagram or Facebook. 
Cinemate Films. Cinemate Films on Facebook. Cinemate Films on Instagram. Let us know. That's absolutely fine. We'll be more professional when we do it to your brand, I promise. Anyway. Back to the podcast? Back to the podcast. Okay, so on that note, um, let's change topic. I mean, we're still going to be talking shooting wins, so it's not that much of a change yeah. of topic. But um, I'm a little bit of a fan of yours. I love your films. Um, but I heard you describe yourself as not being a good shooter. So I have to ask, wh- why, why do you think that? And, and what, yeah, what makes you, what makes that a, a thing for you in your head? Okay. So maybe that was, not, that didn't came out the exact way that it should be. It's not that I'm a bad shooter. It's this, I'm a be- better editor than a shooter. Right. I think that's my, my strength. Okay. And um, it's not that I'm bad, but I'm not the proper shooter because I don't do things that they, the way they should be. I don't care about frame rate. I just, it just goes up and down. Um, no, wait, frame rate. I didn't. The shutter speed. Oh, the shutter speed. Sorry, frame rate. Yeah, I'm always 25 and 50, but um, the shutter speed, I don't fucking care. Just yeah. shoot. Yeah. Does it look good? Yes. Um, I don't follow the 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 rules because um, and I, I remember I, I didn't remember who I was talking to, but um, I was saying that it's a blessing sometimes because I have this freedom that comes from not being educated into shooting video, like well educated. I didn't went to school, and I, I'm not yeah. a freak about rules, or whatever. So. So I break them so often that sometimes it's a blessing because people yeah. see stuff that they don't know how, how did I do it or even yeah. I didn't know how did I get there. But it, it was just a result of being so free and so reckless. Um, so it's not that I'm bad, but I'm not the proper shooter. That's yeah. what I meant. Okay. Yeah. Because I think I have a good taste you know, and I think uh-huh. that's really important. So I needed to, I need to like the frame in order to shoot it. So if you have good taste and you know how to record, to, to like to push the button, yeah. then it's good uh-huh. nowadays. Yeah. yeah, I think, yeah. If you, As long as you've got a good eye for an image, mm-hmm. then yeah. That's what I, yeah. It'll work out well. <laughs> yeah, because when I watch your films, your composition is on point. Like you're, 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 create you're capturing those emotional elements really well um you're hitting your focus i mean that's not at, not all the time <laughs> <laughs> you only see the times that i'm where i <laughs> that's that's the editing part you yeah. only see the best stuff but there's a lot of shit in there because i save uh, my 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 fuck-ups with my editing so right so so you've mentioned the shutter thing and um Mm -hmm. we're we're actually the same we're we're with you on that one in fact i remember when we we moved to nd filters uh the variable ones you know the ones that you put on Mm -hmm. your lens and you can change and i remember we were doing one of our was it one of our first italian weddings 
And we were like, oh, we can't deal with the sun, with the shutter speed. So we bought these things. We put them on the 7200s. And I mean, these were really good. I think they were Tiffin at the time. Really good quality ND filters. Um, But at the 200 end, you had ghosting. You had flaring. You had all these things. They were different colors. And that greenish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the colors are awful. And I just thought, why the fuck do people... Sorry. Oh, wait, this is my podcast. I can do what I want. Why the fuck do people put these on their lenses? Because they look terrible. So I I just... And everyone was raving about them. So I just... And I haven't gone back since because... I hate uh, ND filters. Hate them. it It was terrible because we both had them on, but I was shooting on a wider lens, so it wasn't as noticeable. But Greg mm-hmm. on the Simon two hundred at the two hundred end, that shot was. I, okay. I, I, we had to yeah. use it. <laughs> we had to use it, but it was pretty much not a good level. So, uh, yeah, I'm. Completely I have the it. same. I have the same same experience. I went to Santorini, which is all white. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> and God. that's a fucking bright sun, dude. Yeah, that's like it. it you, you get like um, a little bit. Um, blind with all the white <laughs> yes. and the bright. So I was, I knew that I was going there and I was like, okay, this must be awful. I'm going to bring some NDs. And I remember I put it on and I, I, I think I did two shots with that. And I was like, fuck it. 4,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and close that, uh, that, uh, uh, my English is disappear. Diaphragm. Uh, uh the aperture. Oh, Aperture. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Um, and that's it. I used it for like one minute. Yeah. yeah. And so, they're there. So if if camera settings aren't important on the day, what is important to you when you're I mean, camera settings are a little bit important because I have a few things that are important for me. Okay. Um, but they're not as important as for someone else. Mm-hmm. That's not that I... Um, what is important for me is to... Be empathetic um, when you're shooting. That's for me, that's one of the most important things that, um, and being empathetic, it, it goes all the way through my process since I answer the first email until I deliver the video and when I edit and when I choose the music, but mainly when I shoot um, during the wedding, I, I'm there and I'm present and um, I'm always, always um, looking to see if I can find something beautiful to shoot and like a little moment, a hand. Um, if I see something that I think it won't be good, I don't shoot it. And just I'm there and I'm yeah. feeling the wedding and I cry. And I think that's um, just like living the wedding as I was it was my people, you know? Yeah. yeah. And if you, if you do it with that amount of love and care, I think it's going to come out. But if, and that, that was a bit cheesy, right? No. Nah. Okay. So, um, but in terms of the shooting itself, um, for me, the most, imp- I have like this scale um, of things that are important. Obviously the light, it's the most but there's some, there's a, 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 one of the things that I take, like, I, I love, it's emotions. And if the light, it's not good and the emotion it is, then we're good to go. Yeah. Um, 
then there, there, there's composition and there's a lot of stuff. But for me, the light and the emotion are the, the top ones. So I don't care if it's shaky or if it's not well focused. If you can see, if you can feel that emotion, mm -hmm. then, then I have it. It's like, it's great. Yeah. I think that's why, I, I mean, for, for me, that's why like audio is so important because totally what what pe I, I say this all the time on the podcast what people say and how they say it is and the music you choose yeah. oh well exactly uh, well we'll get on to music in a bit you naughty lady right you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. that's another freaking s question and i know the question but i know <laughs> i'm sorry because i will ask you no it's okay it. i love it i love to answer that question okay so okay go cool, cool. um Shit, where was I? What was I saying? Oh yeah, yeah. That that audio is is yeah so important, and you're right with the music, uh, yeah. And when when you combine the two, it's there's something special. When you hit that note, you're like, oh yes. And you, you can, I I think I love when you're in the middle of an edit, and you you hit one of those moments. For me, I I get excited for the couple, and I go, I instantly <sighs> I instantly transport myself to the moment they're watching this with their family. And I'm like, oh yes, oh, I'm really yes. excited for them to experience this That's moment. That's empathy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, That's very yeah. empathetic. And I think all videographers, at least wedding videographers, should have that. Yeah. That, I, I would agree. That makes you want to, you're doing that for them, yeah. not for the sake of, of your like work. Yeah. I, think I mean, I'm also selfish because I wish I could be there to see it. <laughs> but, ayo, ayo. You always come to me and you're like, this moment? <laughs> That's the moment where they're going to cry. When they watch this film, that's where they're going to cry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're like me. Yeah. I'm like a tear seeker. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. my main goal. Like, yeah. And uh, I always tried to do that at kind of multiple points throughout the film and, and place them in between like high moments and, and slow totally. moments just to, to, just to pull them in all the different directions one after another. So yeah, those those heart wrenching moments, and then you, you the, the suspense, and then you pulling them up really high, and then it's like a of, wave. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I love doing that. In fact, that's I would say, and maybe we'll speak about your editing approach. But again, people talk about how they do and don't like films edited in a uh, what's the word. A choreographed way? It's not choreographed. The, 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 the chronological. The chronological. That's the one. Um, how some Dude, people like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. Yeah. <laughs> how how people people like that, and and some people don't. And I'm like, I suppose if you're editing, it can be quite tricky. But I'm editing not with the shots in mind, but what the shots are feeling. Mm -hmm. You know. So yes. I don't I don't really care if the chronological order is not right because the emotional order for me is where it should be hitting, you know. So totally, totally. Then, is that is that is that the same with you? Totally. Yeah. Um, but you don't you'd have no idea how this resonates with me because um, it happens with every choice that I make. The only thing that I'm caring about is how it's going to make you feel. Yeah. That's it. When I choose the music, when I put that word on top of that, Im uh, below that image, and in that moment of the song, 
what I want is to create an emotion. Yeah. That's the only thing. People remember my films because I think it's not how they look. And I think mm -hmm. that's why you can't notice they look like shit. It's because you remember how they make you feel. Yes. Ah, uh, the famous Maya Angelou quote. Is that Maya Angelou? Yeah. People yeah. never, people I don't know. never remember what you did, but yeah. they always remember how you made them feel. Uh, yes. Yeah. That, and that is probably why I like your work so much because that's, that's how I'm. Now feeling. you understand why I can't do 23 videos anymore. Cause yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's tricky. It's really tricky. Moving on a little bit. One, one of the many aspects of your films that I like the most um, on the kind of cinematography side is the, the bokeh, is the creaminess. It's the, the imperfections, I suppose. Um, I, I really enjoy that because I'm a, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for, like I've said before, needing to use the autofocus and, and having everything be perfect all the time. Um, but I, it's one thing I don't like about my work, but it's, it's really hard to get out of that. Um, but tell us, because you do, you shoot handheld. Yes. Right. So totally. if I, when you mentioned having a tripod for your commercial, like uh, for your commercial, work, I was like, what? You have a tripod now? <laughs> I had to buy one for this. Oh, and if you're an audio listener, that was not a good face that I want to get had on. It's like, you're disgusting. <laughs> oh, tripod. Ugh, I hate just the word. It's horrible. Tripod. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. Tripod. Um, it's like three iPods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> together yeah. what? Well, Whatever. Well, well, tell tell us why you one why you shoot handheld and hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell okay, us why? You so thought, first off, it did it, it, it at first. It wasn't something that I decided. Okay, I'm gonna shoot handheld because I want this look. It just came like that because I always shoot it handheld because I used to work with Panasonic. Uh, P2 cameras they were like this huge oh, shit, yeah. and they were like TV um, you know like the kind of like, camera I'm talking yeah, about yeah, the ones yeah, that yeah. people go through like for for news yeah so those cameras they, they don't have a like you can put it in a tripod but we always shoot um, I was like going to events to sports events and yeah. I was like with that big camera it was really funny to see also uh, <laughs> But I look so pro with that big camera. Okay, <laughs> so um, so when we started working with these SLRs, that word is so hard for me. Um, it was kind of natural the the change. Okay, I and, and as I told you, I tried one of those um, bricks or yep, yep. step, yeah, and I was yep. like immediately knew that that was not for me. Mm -hmm. So I just decided that I was going to be super steady. And I worked on it um, at home and I put the, the belt of the camera like really tight. I came home oh, yeah. with all my arms really sore. At the beginning, I was, I was just trying to be as steady as I could. Uh -huh. um, and those cameras, they didn't have not the lenses or the camera. They didn't have st stabilization. So it, it, was, it was hard. So I got good at it. And I think I'm worse now because I'm so confident with my stability. <laughs> <that> <laughs> yeah. I'm not that good anymore. But um, anyways, 
Um, I've always been a very free person and I love the freedom of being shooting handheld. That's one of the reasons because I want to work like I enjoy. I don't, I don't want to be my, I don't, I, oh, sorry for those eyes, but um, I want to enjoy the way I shoot. That's mm -hmm. important for me because it allows me to be happy yeah. and that's good for my work. That's one of the reasons. But other, other reason is, and that's something that I realized later. Mm -hmm. It looks like I did it as a purpose, but there's a feel that I love when I see a movie or, or document documentary or anything. And it's, that's something that I want in my work. It's the realness. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want you to feel that that moment it's real, mm -hmm. even though it's beautifully shot. I believe that directors through all the cinema times when they want you to to feel so that something is real or raw, they mm -hmm. fucking move the camera. Mm -hmm. yeah, so I started yeah. seeing that and I was like, okay, that's why my videos have that realness on them. Because you feel that there's a human behind that camera. Okay? Mm -hmm. if, you, if, you, if you have a very steady shot, you forget that there's, it's a person. You're just seeing that image, but you're not, you, it doesn't feel so real. So... Mm -hmm. It was like a combination of stuff that I said, okay, this is my way to go because I love every aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I love being able to be shooting one thing and my right eye sees a little girl running and I can quickly go and shoot that girl. If I have a rig or I have a tripod or a monopod, that's going to be really hard to get. Yeah. So I love the, since I shoot alone, Shooting handheld allows me to have any point of view that I want really quick. Yeah. Yeah. So those are all the reasons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. They do the they they do that even in the the biggest of budget films, where they even even if it's even if it's all digital characters or whatever, they add camera movement to it because. It is really important and fight scenes, especially for for me. I actually really love a good choreographed fight scene, but I'm <laughs> I'm always paying attention to what the camera's doing because it's kind of like a dance, yeah. especially yeah. when they're that close and you know there's things flying around. The like everything needs to be perfectly choreographed. It's something that I do with the first dance. I always dance with them. I had yeah. to ask the photographer to, can you give me one minute? Or like 30 yeah. seconds where I can be really close to them because I go from the hand to the head and then to him and dance a little bit with them. And it gives you very much real feeling of a dance than if you just see them dancing. Yeah. You're like dancing with them. Yeah, I think I think um, as well being being uh, one of the guests or, or someone just there at the party you you feel a little bit more confident to get in with the dancing and and dance yourself. I I always feel that's really important and I'm I'm totally. yeah because if people see you as a camera person, totally different vibe to if you're someone dancing on the dance floor and then you just, you're there with the camera. And totally, it's funny, but um, uh, yeah. In fact, <laughs> I just remember something. So I want to go back. I remember I can't remember. Okay, so I can remember that you do lens whacking. Yeah. Right? Do you still do that? It's freelancing, right? Freelancing, yeah. yes. Sorry, freelancing. Yeah. Do you yes. still do that? Yes. Yeah. Because I remember you talking at one of the workshops about it. 
I can't remember if it was like an, a part of your talk or whatever. Um, but I don't see many people doing it. And I don't it's do it. It's not easy. It's not easy. I, I don't do it because I, I bloody well can't do it. Well, no, sorry. It it is easy. Oh, it is easy. It's pretty. It's pretty easy. You just you just need to understand how to do it. Okay. And practice, because my first freelancings were shit, but once you get it, it's super easy. Okay. And it's wonderful. Can, can you can you talk a little bit about that then? Can you help me? Totally, <laughs> totally. First, I'm gonna say why I use it, uh-huh. and the things that you can you can. Um, accomplish while doing it Um, because I don't use it just for the beauty of it. I use it as a tool. Uh Um, If you have very low light um, scene, you get a lot more light with that into your lens, uh, into your sensor. So it gets gets a lot of um, brighter. That's one of the reasons. The other one, it's if you have an ugly set like scene like uh-huh. it's not beautiful you can totally get out of there with yeah. freelancing and you get you r- dive right into the this magical uh, other world it, it goes it separates stuff from this world okay yeah. so it's like fucking magic mm-hmm. that's another thing um and there's one thing that it's good to know if, if there's a person that has like a lot of face imperfections, especially brights, and you want you want that shot of like the brush or something in the makeup. Yeah. If you do freelancing, that all disappears. You can all because you always have focus in one special yeah. place, so you mm-hmm. can totally forget about all the. It has so many. Good things. It's amazing. And it has beautiful flares. You should try it on the dark with candles. You could, okay. It's going to blow your mind. It's yeah. amazing. So it's a very simple trick. Um, just a sec. I'm going to get my camera. Go, go for it. Go for it. I have it right here. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So my favorite lens to do freelancing, it's a 35. Okay. You can and, do and, it with a fifty, but and can sorry. can you can can you do this with like a a zoom lens if you don't touch the yes, zoom? but you 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 have to be like hundreds of kilometers away, <laughs> right? Okay. So it's and and it's not going to be. You shouldn't try it with something more long than a fifty. Cool. Not gonna okay. go, come. I, I've tried it, yeah. but it's like, what okay. the fuck are you doing? Yeah, no, it's it's always I ask because I always have my twenty four to seventy on my lens. Would that work? Twenty four to seventy, yeah, you can. Yeah, on the, yeah. On, yeah okay. The thing okay. is that um, I've had trouble doing freelancing with a mirrorless cameras. They mm. tend to shut when you take the lens out, right? I think so. My Panasonic doesn't. They're not. It, that, well, it doesn't have a shutter. Okay, so maybe it does. So with your camera on, you take the lens. Mm -hmm. Okay, no, the first thing is that you need to put it in infinity, like the loop. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. That's really important. That's the most important. Shit. Maybe that's where I've been going wrong. Yeah. (laughs) If you have it somewhere else, it's not gonna work. Maybe I'm shouting. You're gonna have to. That's okay. (laughs) Sorry. That's fine. Very loud person. Um, so it has to be an infinity. That's like the first rule. Yeah. Okay. So you take it out. 
and wait. And your camera is probably gonna shut, so you have to hit the button again. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if you can see it. Mm -hmm. Once you disattach it, okay, yeah. in that point where you can take it out. Uh huh. Wait. That's the point where you're gonna leave the lens. Okay. okay. So you've you've so, turned the lens to. And yeah, it's still to, on the body, but you could okay, take yeah. it up. You can so remove you, it. So you disattach it and yeah. you leave it there. Okay. It, it it needs to practice. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna separate it. I don't know if you can see it. Just a bit. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So uh, you're gonna keep one part of the lens stitched to the. So so you're kind of tilting the camera. They're tilting the lens. Totally. It's it's okay. it's a tilt shift effect. Yeah. Okay. Tilting the lens. Yep. You're making like a cheap tilt shift. That's yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna tilt it a bit. Wait. Oh, fuck. Now I can't do it. Okay. So just just a slight. Can you see it? Yeah. Yep, yep. A little bit, but you can. Um, I can. I move um, the lens because that makes different stuff happening. Okay. Yeah. So you have to move in order to focus or defocus. Yeah, it's not going to okay. happen with the lens. You're the one. If you don't see anything in focus, go closer and you'll somewhat, okay? So you're the one who has to move because the camera no longer has um, connection to the lens. Yeah. Okay? And you don't move the focus or anything. You just move the camera body closer okay. or or like this or... Yeah. You're, you're adjusting the plane of focus, right? When you do that. Totally. Okay. Uh, but the things that you can't forget is to put it on the infinity, and that's it. And yeah. it's pretty easy. Um, okay. And there's also one thing: if you're shooting like a 2.0 or something like that, 2.0, you must close your aperture before disattaching it. Maybe to 3.54. Right. Okay. Because if it's too wide, and then then you're only gonna have like a uh, yeah. yeah, hair focused. You don't want that. You want yeah. to have like a little bit of. You need something. some wiggle room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe four, three fifty, uh -huh. something like that, and 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 go for it. It's amazing. Okay. Saves your life. All right. <laughs> There's definitely a few things that I wasn't doing, like the infinity <laughs> bit, and then trying to focus with the lens at the same time. It wasn't... <laughs> and what I do is I keep the lens in my hand and move the, the body of the camera yeah. once it... Yeah. So it's like a play... A, I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay. It's hard to describe, but if you were here with me, it would be... Yeah. Makes more sense because you could see the frame. But try it. Yeah. It's, it's worth and it. Do you, do you only do that... Uh, do you ever worry about rain getting... Uh, I, I'm assuming you maybe wouldn't do this in the rain... I suppose no. <laughs> you don't really get a lot of rain where you are. Uh, I wish I get my. I love rain. In, like to yeah, shoot cool. rain cool. for me, it's so beautiful. But brides yeah. don't like rain. <laughs> they that? they don't. Yeah, I feel like in Scotland because they expect it, they prepare for it, and they're a lot more willing to to go out in the rain. Yeah. But I want to uh, shoot a wedding over there. I loved like the foggy, rainy feeling oh, of yeah, your wedding. Yeah. Let's make it happen. You, let's uh, make it happen. Yeah. Have you, let's have you ever it, been? Like, let's make a swap. Oh, we just swap. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you mentioned that you fix a lot of your shooting and post-production. Mm. So once you've captured all your footage on the wedding day, how, how do you start pulling it together in the edit? Well, I do what, I, what chefs call it's a mise en place which is 
prepare all my material to edit. So I, I go through every clip and save the good part of every clip in a timeline. Um, depending on the video, I do like 10 timelines. I do like the bride, the room, the, um, I don't know, decor, the party, the, it, but sometimes I just do one and I put colors and tags and I really, um, leave it like very clean because, um, for me, that's a very, 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 very important job. Mm-hmm. Um, cause sometimes when I edit a wedding, it's been like three months yeah. since the yeah. wedding. So yeah. I refresh the wedding and I, I have like the sense of everything that I have. And actually it helps in the creative process because sometimes I get ideas while I'm doing that. Oh, this is great. I should put it on top of that. So I guess everybody works like that. I don't, I'm not sure, but, um, that's something that's very, very important with, uh-huh. for me. So then I do the audio part, like um, putting all the audio with the right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm sorry, I, I don't have the right terms in English for everything. It's uh, fine, don't worry my, about it. My English is not perfect. Um, so I, how do you say when you put the image with, a, with the audio you recorded? You, you synchronize it. You synchronize the, yeah. the audio and I, and I have this um, this timeline where... I choose like the bits of audio that, that I like. Mm-hmm. And that's like the part where the video becomes something tangible. Cause I then choose the music for the video, which is a process, very long and tedious <laughs> process for me. Yeah. Um, very, very long. Yeah. Are we, are we, are we talking days? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I remember once um, I was, like frustrated and I was, I was doing the video for A and I and A and Y. Alberto oh yeah. Yano. Yeah. Love their work. I did their, I did their wedding like long time ago. Yeah. Um, and I was like frustrated because they were videographers and I wanted to do this great job yeah. and whatever. So <laughs> I was like, and my husband, he came, he poor thing. He came, he was like, honey, I don't think the music you're looking for has ever been made. <laughs> Stop looking. That that song doesn't exist. And I did find it afterwards. So I'm a mm. bit of a perfectionist. And when it comes to music, I'm like way more perfectionist than anything else. So once I have the music, it's like, yeah. it rolls, it rolls. So yeah. what I do is I, I, my bottom part gets edited first. I, I almost have the video all together before I start putting images mm-hmm. on top. Because for me, that's more, the most important. I, I always say that you could watch, you could listen to one of my videos. Yeah. yeah. Without yeah. seeing anything, I uh-huh. think. And it'd still be beautiful and have makes sense. Bye. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, so that's, that's an important part of me to be able to listen to one of my videos without seeing anything yeah, yeah. that comes back to the pizza you got to get the door right before you start putting the toppings on that's right totally <laughs> totally oh my god i'm really fucking hungry now god damn it <laughs> me too it's lunch time <laughs> uh yeah no that's cool that's cool i actually i i didn't used to do that but i it was so so 
this year we've been asked to do a couple of express turnarounds. So I've already, before the wedding, you know, I've checked their notes and be like, okay, what kind of music do they, do they like? What do I kind of think this is going to be or feel like? And I'll, and I'll pre-make the soundtrack and it will fade in and out at certain points. And obviously that will change, but it's, it's like the, the starter. A skeleton. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the, the very basic skeleton. And uh, and yeah. obviously it does change. Uh, it always does. I swap tracks in and out, um, but it's yeah, yeah it's very totally. very handy to have. Very organic process. Yeah. It's not yeah. always the same. Yeah, because you're looking at the the. I always look at the waveform, um, the the visualization of of what the track's doing. Like if it's really you know short, and I'm looking for clips that. Okay, I'm like, okay, this would be a nice moment for this sort of thing to happen. So I kind of totally. find that sort of thing if it did happen. And then I place it within the the kind of uh, the natural uh, ebbs and flows of of the track. So, yeah, very yeah. That's that's very good I think. Way of doing that, um, I I I had this. Um, I think. Well, you you guys were there um, in way up north with that when in my presentation where I said that um, if you as a videographer don't know the power of music, then you should be a photographer. Because yeah, yeah. I see, and again, I don't want to criticize anyone, but I see so many videos that are so perfectly shot. Mm. They have this amazing wedding. And then when I see the usage of music, it's like, oh, no, yeah, I know. Sake, I know. for Christ's sake, no. why, why? <laughs> it's like, why? Mm. Um, for, me, for me, the music, it's the most important part of my yeah. videos yeah that's it yeah anything to avoid cheese <laughs> anything cheesy it's it's hard uh, because uh. my videos are quite cheesy no they're very romantic and like emotional but i yeah. avoid trying to be cheesy so it's really yeah. hard to find that line where yeah. you're crying but you're not it's, it was not a easy cry maker you know like yeah. okay i'm gonna put this little piano here and <laughs> Because everybody cries with a piano. It's like, that's what I mean, that you, if you understand the power of music and the instruments and the pacing and when to use like a um, ba bass, no, grave, this kind of sound, like, how do you say that? In oh, English? Like, yeah. Uh, um, the ones that yeah, the bass like, like makes. A, like a deep, like low, a deep bass. Yeah. Low, yeah. low bass. frequency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, bass. Yeah, yeah. But um, those kind of sounds, they they inevitably have um, a reaction into all humans. You can't avoid what yeah. make music makes to you. So yeah. you have to understand that to be a good videographer, in my opinion, obviously. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, well, that leads us quite quite nicely into talking about music. Because you use any music. <laughs> yes. Yes. And um, yeah, I think. Which is good and it's bad because the range is like so huge, the sea of music. Yes. So I suppose not talking about the legalities yet, but um, yeah, that's one thing I quite enjoy <laughs> uh, is actually being forced to use one or two libraries because I have to find something in those two libraries. In there. 
And it, it does take a while, but I always imagine like if I had all the music, it would take me weeks. Yeah. Like you wouldn't know where to start earth. looking almost. Yeah. I, I don't know how you do it. But <laughs> uh, yeah, that must be painful. Uh, it's painful. It is. Um, and and I'm such a perfectionist. Sometimes I'm looking for a song that is between five and seven minutes and it has a cute intro, very slow, that ends in a slow end also, but have um, pockets so I can put some voice in it. And it's... Mm-hmm. Slow but fun, but quirky, but whoa, yeah, that gets hard because <laughs> mm-hmm. I know the song that I'm look that I'm looking for before I start looking. Yeah. So it's not that like I'm listening to music and just picking something that I like. I'm looking for a song, and it's so fucking hard. <laughs> but when I find it, yeah. Have you? Do you? What editing software do you use? Um, Premiere. Okay. Premier Have you tried the new Premiere Pro uh, beta? Because there's a really no. interesting, and I haven't yet because I'm I'm too scared because it has beta. It's not <laughs> a finalized software. How is it but, called? Uh, beta. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's just the next level of their software, but it's not. They're not. They ha- I'm assuming they haven't got all the kinks out of it, so it's not an official. 2023 or okay however they name them so there's no way i could have tried it no you can so you can actually legally get it if you've got the creative uh, creative oh i do i do i do have it so so if you go up to your applications you should see it premiere pro beta anyway it's got this really interesting um software in it that allows you to automatically change the length of songs and it will remix songs for you if you need it to be a certain length or like if you're if I do you, that myself. Yeah, yeah. I mean I do too so and it's again, kind of it's, satisfying. Oh it's definitely satisfying. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna leave that there. But okay. <laughs> Cause I, I I was just I haven't spoken to anyone who's tried it yet. Um mm-hmm. And I, I don't know how much I trust YouTube reviews on that particular thing because mm-hmm. um, I don't know individual skill sets or whatever. Well, it's good. it would be good to try, but I do love to make another song from one song. Yeah. I've done yeah. some crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Let's go. I enjoy it very much. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because so Greg and I met doing music technology. So music is a big part of our work uh, as it is yours. But it's, yeah, I do end up playing around with certain things. I'm like cutting cutting two different songs up and putting them together. Yeah. Oh, I've put stuff like, okay, this needs to, I need like a little ta-da-da and I look for a sample and I put it up. Okay, that's good. And I've I've like tweaked music so much. Yeah, yeah. You can't imagine. Yeah, there was one film that, it was quite an abstract kind of Isla Sky shoot. And I was like, I feel like just having an introduction of like something, some just percussion, weird percussion going into a very particular song and it had to be the right pitch. And yeah, it, it took me a while, but I found this portion of a song that was just like this kind of jazzy drums, like 
very strange sounding percussion track and I, and I spliced it in with the next track and I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> this is so good. Satisfying, these, yeah. These yeah, little, yeah. little attention to details that make a difference. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so are you are you worried about the legalities of music no. licensing and I'm and looking stuff? forward the moment that I get busted for that and I can go public and talk about I I, I think it's a matter that needs to be discussed. Why yeah. the fuck can't I pay certain amount of music of money, sorry, uh-huh. to use Radiohead or whatever band I want to use? Like they should be earning money that i mean those guys are stupid because yeah. i could be paying they could be earning a lot of money especially in this times where you don't sell albums like you did because people yeah. pay for spotify um i think we should all be able to pay a fee for any song there's out there yeah and until they make that happen i'm gonna use the music i want sorry mm-hmm. for that yeah fair enough Please come and sue me. I would love to be on TV on a trial. Yeah. So there was a, when we when we first started before we discovered the handheld type look. There was a cinematographer called Joe Simon. I don't know if you've heard of Joe Simon. I've that name resonates me, but I I, I wouldn't know how where to put point my friend. yeah. I, like, I mean, he he again, he doesn't do weddings anymore. He moved on to doing commercial work, but he was. I remember because we had, um, he, we we really admired his, his work. We bought like a time with him to talk. He taught us how to do his style of weddings or whatever, and we talked about licensing. And it was within half a year, maybe. Um, he actually did get sued. For oh, tell me about it. He got sued for a lot of money, uh, and I can't remember what track it was. It was Coldplay. It might be. I don't know. No, it might be. Because I've heard a story about Coldplay. I think. Oh, yeah. have you? Oh, I haven't. I haven't heard about Coldplay, but um, I'm pretty sure they they had to settle out court, and um, that that's where the inspiration for like music bed and all these other libraries came about because back in the early days, Greg and I had actually before any of these existed, we had thought about making one ourselves Yeah, uh, more of like local music. Cause we were doing like uh, bands uh, recording band stuff and, and things like that. But um, obviously jobs and libraries were created. And I don't know what, what is it about library music? Because I've, I mean, I've used, I, I, I have accounts on Musicbed and Artlist. Yeah. Because um, when I do commercial, I have to use that music. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, yeah. and I've, I've have, I have found a few songs that I mm-hmm, can, mm-hmm. okay. And it, actually, when I see someone else videos with licensed music, I was like, oh, but it's not that bad. But when I'm looking for music, there's something I don't know. I don't. I can't point what it is uh-huh. that I yeah. know that it's licensed music. There's yeah. something about that music <laughs> that uh, doesn't quite turns me on. Yeah, I. I, I there's get you. also there's also like a type of music that it's offered there. And yeah. I don't have a lot of music that I don't have a ranchera there. If I want to put a fucking ranchera, what what do I do? 
Because they don't have a fucking ranchera in music bed. I can bet <laughs> they don't have a ranchera. So, um, yeah. I think, I think there's gonna happen. I hope someday I get busted. I'm not gonna pay the money. You're right. I don't like, care what they do. It's another revenue source that these like explosions in the sky or Sigur Ross could have yeah. made so much They're, extra <laughs> revenue over these years. Yeah. Like, totally. Why aren't they? Because <laughs> I'm not asking for a cheap revenue. Like you could, you could ask for 60, 100 years and I would pay. I would just yeah. charge my client with that. You have to pay 200 euros more because I don't use licensed music. Take it or leave it. Yeah. And I would, I would proudly pay them for making that amazing music that I can, that I can use. I yeah. would love because I'm an artist. I don't yeah. like mm -hmm. using music without paying. It's not that it's something that I enjoy. Yeah. They don't give me another. Yeah. Um, They've not opened the door for you to walk through and you would do. So willingly, until, so. until then I'm going to use their music because I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do feel it's amazing. And it, obviously it's, I'm assuming it's got nothing to do with the bands. It's got everything to do with record labels and, and you know, yeah. the people who, you know, mm -hmm. totally. own the music because, you know, with things like, I mean, bands are so connected to their fans nowadays. It's unbelievable. Like, hmm. there's a few bands out there that I love. Like, they're like the my favorite bands of all time. And yeah, it's just it's just weird that you can. It's why because access. social media made that before uh, bands were really disconnected from fans. They only yeah. saw them on. They only get to have like a glimpse of what their fans were like in concerts or whatever, but or like those greedy meet and greets. But now, oh, yeah. like the bands, if they they handle their 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 um, Instagrams accounts and social media, they can really get a sense. Um, mm -hmm. There's a funny thing that happened to me um, two weeks ago. I'm shooting a wedding of this amazing bride. I'm just looking forward. She's from New York. Her husband is a music producer. And we've been following ourselves in, on Instagram, which is quite good too, because when you get to the wedding, you're already like friends because you know yeah, their yeah. lives, you've seen their parents, you've seen their house, whatever. So the thing is the other day she was in a concert of a band that I really like. And actually I've used their music for wedding videos. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, you're, you're there. It's so cool. I love them. And she was like, really? Because the band, the band, like they're, they're my friends. They're coming to the wedding. And I was like, wow, <laughs> cool. you're going to meet him. You're going to meet him and whatever. So like three days after they started following me and I was like, mm. <laughs> so I say, hi, we're going to meet at Lex's wedding. And he was like, yeah, I understand you used my music for wedding videos. And I was like, and he said after, and then two seconds after he said, I'm so honored. He didn't yeah. talk about nothing. He was like, yeah, I'm so happy that your, my music helps you tell a story. And I was like, I knew we would be friends. <laughs> 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 The first time I heard, like I read, I was like, oh shit, I got into trouble by mm -hmm. my big mouth. <laughs> and he was like, I, uh, you, I, I wish to see them. And I showed the videos and he loved it. Uh, one of them was an Indian wedding and his music was like perfect. It was perfect for that. And he loved it. Yeah. So I don't know how we're going to do this, but I think this is an industry that should fight for that. 
for mm. being able to use every music because I don't know. It's not. We're, yeah, we're earning money, but we're not making hundreds and hundreds of dollars in like commercial. It's not Coca Cola, yeah. man. We just did a wedding yeah. video. We're just people making films for. And I can I can give you a percentage of my earnings because I my video it's greater because of your music. But yeah. where can I do that? I don't have access to that. Yeah. What's because uh, so we used to do that as well. Um, what what was you you tell me the band that you, you used the music for who you met at the wedding and I'll tell you who my favorite city of the was. sun. C- Sorry, they're c- called city of the sun. City of the sun, right? Okay, mine mine was. You know um, them? Im- I don't. don't recognize I don't. It, no. I don't you recognize the name. It's very okay. cinematic. Mm. Yeah, and, All right. and they don't mind you using their music. <laughs> 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 I can tell them you're my friend. Good to know. Good to- <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, w- w- one of the one of the artists that I wish I could use the music of is um, Imogen Heap. She's like, oh, a, I don't a, know a, them. A, a, uh, she's a London-based performer. Um, she's actually kind I of. Is she called? She's called Imogen Heap. She's kind of famous for. I mean, she had this. Um, Heap like H I T. Sorry. H E A P. Yeah. Heap. Imogen Heap. Okay. Um, but in well, actually, it, it's really funny because well, right, she's kind of she she stopped making music for a little while because she had a, she had a child. But she's kind of famous for developing these um, MIDI gloves that you can control music with with motion and stuff. Okay, uh, which, so she's really she's really fucking really smart, and she's amazing live. And uh, just she used to do vlogs and stuff about. Like she moved into her old. You have like a little crush. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do have a, a little bit. Cr- uh, I do, I do. But okay. she I moved into her old childhood house, and and she'd go around the house hitting things and recording the sounds, and she made her whole album out of the the sounds of this house. And I was just like, man, that's so fucking cool. Hmm. Like that sort of thing was the reason why I went into do music technology, and she's doing it and making music out of it now. People love that. And, um. Why, why don't you guys make music for your videos? Uh, I Did don't we, have enough time. No, <laughs> I, I'm definitely. Um, I've. I would need to learn how to do that again. Or I have three kids. I probably don't. <laughs> no, okay. I don't. Forget, I, I, I wish. I wish I could. Forget that's the answer that. right there. <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't, I don't know how to do video with three uh, kids. It's, it's yeah. It's not easy. Uh, but I, I yeah. When I was fifteen, I used to do it a lot. I would just sit in this room and I had to record her, and I would just hit all these instruments and. and that's that looks like a great room, by the way. Oh, thank you. It has it's, this, it's it's our new. It's a club. <laughs> it's a club. By the way, this is it. By the way, this is yeah. It. It's this tiny. Is, it's a cupboard. This is the wall here. So it's it's not big. Yeah, yeah, I know, but it's it, it's very podcasty, like intimate, <laughs> clubby. It's really I cool. Think, I, I, we can even change the the lights here if you don't like the red. I can. Oh, can we change? But uh, I love. We, we were for, we were forced out of our old podcast room, so we came in here and I was just like, we had this little area and uh, I was just like, right, Greg, I'm, I'm going to put a roof on this area. I, I've got acoustic panels here. We're going to move a desk in here. I put lights above us. Yeah. I was having you, a great time. You spent time. some Amazing. time getting this, getting this right. So. I did. I did. Yeah. Well, you were having... <laughs> awful for my shitty... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Greg was away having an actual human being. So I, I missed you. So I just had to come in and pretend you were here 
Monica, thank you very much for spending uh, over two hours with us today. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what an honor. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, I'm really glad we finally are able to do this. Um, for, for people wanting to know, where, where can they find you online? <laughs> on my website yeah. <laughs> which is what tell, no. tell them your Instagram handles and, and, and all that kind of good stuff okay so my Instagram handles are Latina which is L-A-T-X I-N-A um, my Vimeo account it's under Monica Frias with a K Monica with a K and then my website which is MonicaFrias.com Wonderful. Thank you very much. And people can find us at cinematefilms.co.uk, Instagram and Facebook at cinematefilms. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash perspective by cinemate. For as little as a pound, you can support the podcast. And uh, for, the price of a po- for, a, for the price of a coffee every month, you can get access to all the bonus Q&A stuff um, that we do. So yes, if you don't have any money, that's absolutely fine. You can hit that subscribe button and get the podcast for free. Just maybe leave a review if you can do that. However, in the meantime, enjoy your life. Whew.